The Create Thrive Podcast, episode 102. How to choose the right ideas to action with Kez Totten. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name is Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Hey Thriver, welcome. I'm Jess Van Den and this is the Create and Thrive podcast. Awesome to have you with me for another week. This has been my birthday week uh, and I've had a lovely one. Been very spoilt by my darling husband Nick. Uh, he took me to the movies. We saw the new Guardians of the Galaxy, which was quite funny. Uh, we really enjoyed the first one. And we went out to a lovely dinner at Caloundra overlooking the ocean and had a night away uh, at the beach as well, which was really nice. Although, unfortunately, when we woke up in the morning, there was a cold snap. (laughs) So it was really chilly. So no swimming occurred, but that's okay. We still had a nice breakfast by the ocean before we came home to the uh, forest again. So, yeah, it's been a great week. I've had lots of lovely... Uh, words from my friends and family and we're having a birthday party this weekend so I'll get to see all of my well not all of but a lot of my nearest and dearest so it'll be a lovely time. Now this week I have a podcast about something that a lot of people mention. They say Jess I have all of these ideas (laughs) like constant ideas popping up and I have no idea how to like decide which one, which one do I do? Which one do I action? Which one should I actually move forward with? Which, or, you know, how do I decide? Ah, you know, overwhelm. <laughs> Too many idea syndrome. So my guest today is Carrie Tutton or Kez, as I call her. And um, she is someone who's been in the handmade industry for many years, but she's also worked in a lot of business uh, roles over the years. And Last year, she kind of realized that her strength was in organizing and making things easier for other people. So what she does is she runs a business called um, Handmade Biz Planner, and she creates downloadable planners of any type that you can imagine to cover all sorts of different circumstances in your handmade business specifically. And she uh, shared with me this one she has called the Ultimate Brainstorm Process which helps you to capture your ideas, prioritize them, and then action them. So we actually talk about that and talk you through that process in this podcast today, amongst other things. So if you ever have felt that, you know, lack of focus, lack of clarity, and lack of direction, because there's just too many potential options, this episode is the one for you. So let's get started with my interview with Kez from Handmade Biz Planner. Hi, Kez. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. It's lovely to have you and to talk to you finally because we've known each other online for quite a while now. (laughs) We have, we have. And little do you know, I've actually been talking to you every morning on my podcast. (laughs) Oh, cool. On my way to work. (laughs) Do you like, I ask questions and do you like answer them out loud and stuff? Um, well, look, I, I, I'm being honest here. I, I'm on this now. I have to give a big shout out to Steph from Mostly Miniature, who will be laughing her hiney off on this one. <laughs> I admitted to her on a coaching course that I just did with her recently. Uh, um, I've been interviewing with Jess Van Dan on my drive to my day job in the car, <laughs> practicing for the day that I'm actually going to do this and turn this business full time. <laughs> so um, I do all the talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, here we are. Now we're talking. 
Awesome. Yes, and we have a lot of cool stuff to share with our listeners today. But before we do that, I will get you, if you don't mind, to tell everybody a little bit about your background, um, your handmade business background and your other background and why you've kind of come to be doing what you're doing now. Excellent. Excellent. Well, my name's Kez. I'm from the Handmade Biz Planner, and um, I'm based on the Sunshine Coast in Australia. And for all you listeners out there that don't think that you're ready yet, this company that I started, I literally started it in November last year. So um, I'm currently providing online resources for creatives, giving them the ability to download business documents and processes for their handmade business. So my purpose is to help add value to creatives businesses with forms and processes and helping them avoid that crazy overwhelming feeling Hmm. that you don't know where to start yes that is a very important step (laughs) (laughs) because so many of us especially creatives we got so many ideas we got so many potential directions we can go and it's so hard to decide on what to do when oh my goodness i've been there i've been there so (laughs) been there so many times so yeah, my my history uh, in the handmade industry. I started about five years ago, and I created um, handmade jewellery. And I, um, I I created a little company called Kazinia, and I started doing sort of wedding jewellery at mm-hmm. first, and then I moved to laser cut jewellery because I had all these ideas of doing laser cut geometric work. And then I changed again, and then I started doing <laughs> wire wrapping work. And, I had so many ideas. I was going off in all these different directions, and this is about the time when I discovered you, Jess. Mm. Um, and I, I found that Kazinia was very much a playground for me, and mm. it was a learning ground. It was a learning opportunity, and it taught me not to be afraid to go with something and just just run with it. Yeah. Um, and just learn the lessons as I was going. Um, it was it was incredibly challenging so for the people out there that are going through that awful oh my god I don't know where to start I've got all of this to do I, I want to do the online social media I've got to do all of my descriptions I've got to take photos and um, it's it's very very hard some days but you just need to get yourself as, as gently organized as possible and this is where this is where I've sort of grown into this this new business um yeah. So how now it's very much I think you're all about the planning and the systems. How did that come about? Yeah. I mean, is that something you do in your day job or is it something you're just passionate about personally? Look, I I've been working for the last 20 years full-time in um a lot of corporate head offices back mm-hmm. in London and over here in Australia. And my history had been either in administration, in recruitment, I've worked in advertising, sales and marketing, business development. I've stuck my fingers in so many pies <laughs> and not realizing I was actually searching for the right industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a point at the end, coming to the end of Kazinia, where I had to sit down with myself and go, okay, what's going on here? You've been doing this for five years. Is this going to tick your criteria of quitting the day job? Mm-hmm. Are you going to bring in enough income to put food on the table, enjoy a happy life? And is this resonating with your values and, and are you adding value enough? And then that conversation with myself, as I have quite often, <laughs> I, so I. I sat down again 
<laughs> I sat down and I looked at, okay, what have I got going for me mm. that gives me confidence? What's in my toolkit right now that I can bring over from the day job into this industry that I have fallen in love with? I love the people that I'm hanging out with and I want to add value. And, and that also go, uh, ticks off the box in my core belief system that we can do whatever job that we really truly want to do and we can create our life if we put the time and effort into doing that. Absolutely. So I took the administration processes that I've been developing within other businesses and I'd learn a little bit from every single job that I've moved around into and then I sat down and I thought, well, hang on a minute, I've been doing this. The light bulb went off. <laughs> Zinnia already had a heap of processes and some forms that were already in an electronic format yeah. And then through my um, conversations and, and observing conversations through the Thriver Circle as well, mm -hmm. I found that people actually prefer to write. A yeah. lot of people like to write things down. Sometimes applications were a little bit scary and a bit out of the comfort zone. Mm. Um, and I also found that writing was an incredibly good way to relax and slow you down mm. so that you could absorb exactly what it was you were creating and you're lifting that information and ideas out of your brain onto a piece of paper and out of yourself so that you can actually reduce that overwhelming feeling that you're trying to carry everything on your shoulders. Oh my gosh, that is so important. Like that process of getting out of your head is oh. so important because if you don't get out of your head, you just, our brains, I think I've talked about this before and I think I'd learnt this from, um, is it David Allen's book, Getting Things Done? He talks about that our brains don't like open loops. So if we've, <laughs> if we've got an idea in there and it just, it just keeps, cause we haven't actually actioned it or planned to action it, it'll just keep circling around and around and around and distracting us and, you know, waking us up yeah. in the middle of the night and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> getting oh, in the way. <laughs> so by actually having some sort of system of getting that stuff out of your head, onto some sort of device, paper, whatever works for you, yeah. that makes a huge difference just to it, it let does. you find clarity. Yes, completely. And I think um, having that ability to just get rid of it so that mm. you can concentrate on what needs to be done now, mm. it's, it's helping you focus on that, okay, hang on a second, this is a really good moment, this is a really good idea, I don't want to waste that, mm. let me put that down and then I can continue doing what it was I set myself out to do. Yep. Because I, I don't know about anyone else, but I went through a period where I was creating so many ideas, it hurt my brain. Like it just, it just really hurt my brain. You do not know how many. I've got so many URLs of business ideas <laughs> that I've bought in this desperation going, oh my God, I gotta, I've got to buy the dot com mm -hmm. URL just in case somebody else takes it. And then, <laughs> and then of course, you sort of got to peel it back a little mm. bit and go, okay, hang on a second. Should I do it one of two ways? And, and this was where my process came in. You, you can either have an option to get it down on, on paper or in the notes of your iPhone or somewhere mm. where you can do it ad hoc. And then there's also the opportunity to sit yourself down and actually do it in one big sitting. Yeah. Um, and the biggest one that I've always found really beneficial is having uh, like a, a pad at the side of the bed mm -hmm. because either late at night when my brain is wired or first thing in the morning when you're sort of in that crazy, I'm sort of in a sleep but I'm not in a sleep but I've just come up with this awesome idea, that mm -hmm. those are the ones you can easily forget. Yes. Um, so that's, that's a really good option to have that little pad by the side of the bed with that 
opportunity to put all your info down. Yeah, and don't ever do the whole wake up or whatever. Oh, yeah, I'll remember that. You won't. <laughs> no. And then you'll remember that there was something you were supposed to remember and it'll drive you insane because you can't remember yeah. it. So you, you remember <laughs> weird dream. <laughs> get the idea. Yeah. So get it, get it down as soon as you can, definitely, yeah. and get it out. And, um, you know, that's kind of for you, I guess, formalizing that process in some way is something that you've done. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit in a little bit about what we, you call the ultimate brainstorm process. <laughs> we, <laughs> I always refer to the terms world domination whenever anyone's chatting to me it's like yeah yeah world domination and it's it's all in a handmade arena <laughs> are you familiar with uh chris gillibo and his world no. domination summit no oh right. chris is awesome you need to look him up yeah so he he's a author and he's he his his dream was to visit every country in the world which he did and he, he started blogging the journey. This was years and years ago now. Um, and he also he started writing about – he's got some great books like um, that, about people, you know, discovering their why and discovering what they want to do with their lives and trying new businesses and, and stuff like that. So he runs a, a, a conference in the U.S. every year called the World Domination Summit. I went to it a couple of years ago. It was great. You should – I think that's your, your that thing. Is, I so, think that's definitely something that's going on the tick list. Yeah, you need, need oh. to go check that out. <laughs> and everybody else too. It's a highly awesome group of, of people who are open to, you know, living life a little bit differently and figuring yeah. out their own way to do things, which is fantastic. Definitely. And that's – yeah, and, and that's what you and I are both about here. And You know, that's what Create and Thrive is about. That's what Handmade Biz Plan is about is helping people to discover – their why discover the things that they really want to do and then action them and actually make them happen rather than just staying as dreams yes and that that is the biggest key that is it's, it's a huge key it's it's all i mean all the work that i do um in a bid to help other businesses um is wasted until the, that action point comes in mm-hmm. and and it's it's a way something that i i've learned over the years because i went through a big block um, for a lot of years going I really want to do this or I really want this or I want to change this or I'm not happy with this or I want to learn about this but then that's as far as it went Mm. it was all about breaking through that wall and going right what am I going to do first and then how am I going to do this and then making it happen and there's a lot of people who unfortunately are a little bit stuck mm-hmm. um, and it is a little bit of a wall that a lot of creatives will experience there's a point where you get to in a business where you think this is actually a little bit hard or I don't know I'm, this is hard I don't mm. I don't know what to do that's something that I must do but what I've always found is whenever I have climbed over the wall and got to the other side I start looking back and I go, that actually wasn't as hard as what I thought it would be. <laughs> it was, and it never is. Mm. Like, and it could be down to a simple process or making the leap, taking the leap of faith and going out and saying hi to someone and engaging and creating relationship or um, doing something in the business that you haven't done technically before and mm. then you go and look it up online. It's, it's, it's really all about the action and you need to make a decision on whether you're going to do it now whether you're going to do it later or whether you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll come back to that in a second with that process that I'm, I've created. 
Yeah, and you're right. Fear really does get in the way for all of us, you know. It's and those of us who are, uh, I'm doing finger quotes, air quotes right now, successful, whatever that means. Um, it's not like we don't feel fear. It's not like we don't have these moments of doubt. I do. Everybody does. Mm. The difference between oh, the people yeah. who who actually make it happen and the people who don't are that the people who make it happen just do it anyway. Like yes. they're scared, just like everybody else, but they just go for it and yes. and fail a lot but yes. eventually hopefully <laughs> find the success in whatever way they're trying to find it and honestly like there's never been i don't think there's ever been a better time in history to do anything like there's so much there's youtube you know you can learn oh, anything now yes yes i, I totally I, I hear you anything that is it's almost like the matrix and that was yeah. the point in the matrix movie i'm a bit of a sci-fi nerd oh, there's too. a point that there's a point in the matrix where she just, he just rings up. He jumps on the phone. And goes, so I need to learn how to ride a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> and I was sitting there going, "Oh my god, that would be awesome!" <laughs> I want to learn kung fu. Like, mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I realised we've actually pretty much got access to that <laughs> through our computers. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Like I just I got the bug like just recently to start painting, like abstract painting. Ooh. I have no idea. <laughs> like, I've tried painting once before in my life. I had the same thing happen about 10 years ago when I was in, and I like did a couple of paintings and completely forgot. So anyway, I had this thing. I've gone, I've gone down to Eckersley's, the, the art store, yeah, bought a whole yeah. bunch of stuff, bought it oh, home. Shop. Oh, oh my God. I did a couple of paintings the first night and I'm like, these are awful. <laughs> like, I'm literally just <laughs> chucking paint on a canvas. I have no idea what I'm doing. So then I go and get on YouTube and I watch like 10 videos on abstract painting, beginner techniques and stuff, go back the next day and I've done, you know, do two paintings that I don't think are completely awful because I've actually got some idea of what I'm doing. But it's amazing. Like I can just go, you know, there's all these people out there sharing, sharing, you know, the techniques and how to's and and showing you that it's not as hard as you think it is. Totally. That's pretty much how I discovered making jewellery. Mm. And whilst, whilst you're talking about your painting, I'm actually looking, I've got it on, I'm looking at a canvas that I started six years ago <laughs> and I never finished. <laughs> and this is an example of Kerry's old life where she was a cereal crafter. Um, she used to pick up anything crochet oh yeah I start the blanket it wouldn't get past four squares <laughs> sounds familiar <laughs> the, the scarf the scarf would be a napkin the, 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 the canvas is um, a mandala which I'd started in in gold paint and now it's been so long I can't get the lid of the gold paint off because oh. it's <laughs> And then, and then I discovered um, making jewellery, mm-hmm. and that that was five, five, six years ago. So this is how I got here, and I literally spent my life on YouTube. I think it was called Beadaholic. Mm-hmm. It sounded like Beadaholic, and they used to teach you everything. Um, what they didn't teach you is how to get off of the bead addiction of going down the shop every <laughs> Saturday and yeah. um, and buying up as many. Uh, materials as you possibly could because you knew that you're going to do something with them but you just didn't watch yet oh Uh, we've all got the stash haven't we everyone listening you've got it (laughs) the stash of stuff we bought because we liked it and we knew we were going to do something with it but never have oh my lord (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm going to do a shout out for another lady um and um her name is re and she's from zoe and bruno 
and she create uh, she sells um, check glass beads and she was my last addiction <laughs> she- oh my god i bought stuff from her as well Oh, when I was buying these, (laughs) they're so pretty. They're amazing. Her photos. Oh, they're they're absolutely insane. And the red poppy beads, I've got jars of them staring at me now, going, "Love me." (laughs) They were lovely. Yes. Oh. Oh. So yes, we we all like that was just a little example of we've all been there. We all know what it's like. We've all got all these ideas. So, next step, how do we actually decide? which one of those crazy ideas to follow, which one to invest our time into, and which one might actually work? Cool. Cool. Now, this, this is a really good question because having a whole heap of ideas um, and then not knowing what to do with them, can um, that's, that's the trigger for all that horrible feeling. Mm. So what I've done is I've created, created this process so that you've got um, – it literally works as a create, prioritize, plan method. Mm-hmm. So the creating we've just done, we've got all of our ideas on a brainstorm sheet or, or in one place. The prioritizing element is key to making sure that you attack those um, ideas in order. Right. However, you need to make sure you've got a criteria that you've ticked those ideas off against. So it's a little bit like um, imagining you were going to go and find a house rental. Like me and my partner are currently looking to, to look for another house right now. Mm-hmm. And we have a criteria. We have sat down together and we're going, okay, we want to use our time effectively. So we only want to look at houses that are literally a house. They've got three bedrooms, a garden, Blah, 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 blah. And you create your criteria of what you want to tick off before you take the time to go out and see that that property. Yeah. You can do exactly the same thing with your ideas. Now, the question then you've got to ask yourself is, well, what do I do in my criteria? What, what do I, how do I align that? So what I do or what, what I've practiced is going back to the core values of the business and of myself. Mm-hmm. Do they tick those core values off? Do they then um, appeal to my ideal customer, for example? So I've come up with this really good idea, but it doesn't tick off the box for my ideal customer. It goes to a completely different customer. So that might end up in a don't do box. Mm. And then another element that you could put into your criteria is does this fit in with my business goal right now? What am I focused on? Am I focused on putting all of my brand new products um, up for sale? Do I need to build my Etsy store? Do I need to build my online presence? Do I? Is that what's you know ticking that box right now? Mm-hmm. So if you can create yourself a criteria, that will help you prioritize your work better. Yeah. Um, and then that way you will then have a nice list of I'm going to do this in order, and I'm going to do these ideas because right now they tick off all of my cri- list of criteria and list of essentials. Okay. Yeah, that's really great. And I'd just like to kind of uh, put a pin in the core values idea because this, if you're not familiar with this, it's something um, I talk about in the Thriver Circle and it's, I, I don't know if I've talked about it in the podcast before. Um, so, the you know, you come up with these core values of, and I think it's really important to do this first for yourself as a, as a person independent of anything else, like independent of a business or independent of whatever, if you can get clear on what your core values are, like what are the things that really matter to you personally? Um, for example, one of my core values is freedom. Um, and then you can drill that down, you know, freedom to do what I want with my day, freedom to travel when I want to travel, um, stuff like that. 
if you have a, a list of those, my gosh, it just makes decision making so much oh, easier. Yeah. And it makes saying no thank you so much easier. <laughs> because if you know what your core values are, every single idea or every single opportunity that comes along, you just measure it against them and go, does this align with my core values or not? And if it doesn't, you say no. And you can say a strong, powerful no because you know why you're saying no. And that makes a huge difference um, because it helps you kind of it's gets rid of all of that chaff, you know, Yes. (laughs) that just come that comes up and that you might have held on to in the past because you weren't really sure whether it was right or not. This helps to to make that decision so much easier. And and going back to that, um, it's okay to say no, that that is huge. I think it's a a massive thing for people's belief systems as well. Mm. And, And and that I, I can't shout highly enough that it's okay to decline respectfully and go for what you truly, really want to do. Mm. Um, and this doesn't just go within the business. This goes in your life in general. You yeah. know, you, you checking things, you know, shall I shall I go and do this? You know, I've always done this. This will be easy. But it's like, but that's not really what I want to do. So it's like, no, <laughs> go, for it, go for it. And it's almost um, we, we become – We've become creatures of habit, and we we have um, behavior patterns that we often go to because it's easy. Yeah. And it's like setting up your new um, plan to go forward and relating it to the values that you have created. You have to sort of put them up in a on a pedestal. That I created these values. I am now going to walk the walk, yeah. and I'm going to talk the talk, and I'm going to make these happen for myself. Um, so yeah, good. It was a good good go that one. So we've got. Um, our ultimate brainstorm process we've talked about the creation phase so all of your ideas all the crazy ideas you write them down get them out of your head the the second phase the prioritize phase so this is where you measure all of those ideas against these criteria your core values your business goals ideal customers whatever they might be for you those are just examples and the third stage is to plan is to plan plan so uh, part of this stage now is Whilst you've created all your ideas on paper and you've, you've prioritised them with your criteria, you need to put them in a, in a plan so that you know what you're going to do next. So what, a way that you could do that is to create your own little goal. Mm-hmm. And I always like to use the SMART goals where you use the SMART in specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and timely. Yep. So that SMART goal can then be placed into a roadmap. You're creating a roadmap of what you want to do with these ideas as part of your business. So part of the pack that I created also includes a little bit of a year ahead, year at a glance um, worksheet where you can put your little plan, okay, so maybe in May I'm going to take this idea and do this then because in June I really want to do this. So you start... You start putting them in place and putting them on your roadmap ready for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. And it's something that's going to help guide you so that if you ever get a moment when perhaps you're a full-time mum or a full-time worker, you get back to the end of the day when you're a little bit tired, you know we want to keep the consistency up with your business and go, what should I do? Oh, I'm at a blank. What should I do? And and then you, you basically, you go to your little business Bible and you go, right, what have I got? Okay, I haven't done that yet. Okay, that's cool. I'm going to go off and do this one now mm-hmm. or I'm going to at least start it so I can finish it off at the weekend when I'm feeling a little brighter. And you've got something to work with and then you've got that plan in place. 
So that's that's absolute key. Um, and then follow it with your your action. I'm going to do this today. <laughs> <laughs> and tick the box. Yeah. And that's why you used to talk about, I think you mentioned this earlier with actions, you know, you pr- say do it now, do it later, or don't do it at all. Yes. Um, and that reminds me a bit of the inbox zero process. Are you familiar with that? No, mm. no. It's just, a, it's a specific process that um, I, I can't remember his name, a guy in the States created years ago for dealing with your inbox. And he's got this list of, it's, you don't, first of all you don't check your email you process your email so when you go in to process your email there's you know you either you do it you delegate it you defer it um or you you know you delete it nice is there one more in there i can't remember (laughs) but anyway um and it's really great because it helps you like i love there's stuff in there like defer it like literally okay well this is not the time to do this because i have to write like a 10 page email reply to this person so i can defer that to a time when i can do it but you've still decided what you're doing and when you're doing it it's not like you've just left it there and ignored it um and i've been following that process for years now and i i finish almost every day with an empty inbox because i follow that process i dream of an empty (laughs) inbox I've had to create an inbox too at work just so I can have it. <laughs> so if you haven't heard of that, go look it up, Inbox That's Zero. Good. It's a great process. Yeah. Uh, of course, the most difficult, well, I, I think for most people, the most difficult part of that is the initial clearing out because most people have bazillions of emails hanging around in their uh, inbox. So once you get through that, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it becomes very good. <laughs> Uh, so um little segue there ultimate brainstorm process i think we've covered um create prioritize plan so your plan you need to have you know those smart goals specific measurable achievable relevant and timely decide on your action steps and then decide when you're going to do them excellent that's it and you know this is something you can obviously do over and over again yes it will I think um, we've got so many different hats to mm. wear in our business. Um, one day you're playing finance lady, next minute you're trying to create ideas for a blog or maybe you've um, discovered some beads that you probably shouldn't have bought and you've got to work out what you're going to make with them. It's <laughs> pretty much me. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of hats to wear. Um, the, the key is to make the process work for you. So... Mm-hmm. Whilst I created this uh, as a little helper for myself um, because I had at one stage pieces of paper and several books all over the house with all these ideas in, um, you, you make it work for you. If there's a portion that doesn't work for you, just change it to something else. It's all, there, like we've always said, there is no right and wrong mm. in your business. There's, there's different ways of approaching processes in your own business. You might see something that someone from a completely different industry does in theirs and it might work for you, um, go for it. But yeah. please, uh, like, I, I love the idea of people taking the time and effort to go out there and create a new job for themselves so that mm-hmm. they can be with the family more or have the freedom that they want to do what they want when they want and still earn an income. I think it's fantastic. In any way I can help add value in that area, um, is, is is huge for me and mm. I get a lot of passion out of this and um, I'm getting lots of feedback actually from the Thriver group recently which has been fantastic mm-hmm. there's a couple of ladies um, that um, a lady 
pitched my details there and said, oh, can you help with this? And it's like, oh, yes, that's actually on my development plan. <laughs> oh, I'll bring that one through. And now I'm I'm asking for feedback. I said, well, this is what I've created. What Does this work for you? Is there any way I can incorporate mm. it to work for other businesses? It's, it's all about the little wins. And I think mm. if we focus on that, um, we will go very far and, and we'll have the confidence to continue with our business in in the long longevity of it because it takes a time it takes time oh yeah it does it takes a long time and anything that we can do to make it a little bit faster or a little bit more efficient is a good thing so yeah i mean systems are really important and um you know some some people are a bit more laissez-faire so they may not they may not have um official or systems in place but everybody's got systems in place it's just a case of whether you're conscious of them or not um, so I think becoming more conscious of your business systems and putting some more structure in place can be very helpful in, like you said, reducing the overwhelm and reducing that scatterbrained feeling yes. <laughs> that stuff is all over the place. <laughs> and, and then in time, it actually saves you time. Yeah. So imagine one day you might decide to um, bring somebody into the business to help you with certain elements. If you've got this documented, mm. if you've got a little process in place, you can just hand it over and feel really confident that the work's going to get done in the same way um, that you've been doing it. So there's, there's lots of opportunity. But don't become trapped by a process. This is, this is the kicker. You don't become trapped by it that it, it traps your own creativity. Like mm. I said, make it work for you yeah. because if you're turning around to yourself going, well, I can't do this because I haven't filled out this form yet, there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> there's a problem. And that's where corporates can go wrong. This oh, is yeah. my experience in, in, I say, this is the real world. Handmade is the real world. And so is corporate, big, large conglomerate businesses is the real world. But mm. the best thing about being in handmade is you have, the ability to make the call and you don't have to let a piece of paper a form or a process break you if you can see an opportunity if it steps outside of the zone you can go out and do it great do it i love I'm, that i'm all for breaking the rules <laughs> make, make life a bit easier for yourself yeah and, and get yourself into a bit of a, a formula a little pattern and a little bit of a system just to ease the load yeah absolutely that's great so before we wrap it up i believe you have a quote to share with us and it's actually one of my favorites as well oh my god i've got so many quotes <laughs> and i found another one this morning before our call <laughs> so i just it's funny everything for me it's always threes i've got three going on it's such a good number it is a good number um, Okay, so the first one which I've been um, sitting with, which is what I discovered when I um, started creating Kazinia, um, and that was build your own dream or someone else will hire you to build theirs. Yes. Um, and that is just huge because the decision for me to turn around and go, right, I'm fed up with feeding somebody else's dream. Yep. <laughs> um, to the point where I handed my notice in to my current job now at my interview. <laughs> I don't know anyone else that does that, but you know when someone asks you the five, you know what, what are you going to be, Kerry, in five years' time? I said, well, I'll be running my own business. So <laughs> I've got two years left on the timer to get that one. Awesome. <laughs> so that's one. So that's a really nice one. Um, the other one that I found this morning is another short and sweet one, which I think is really important when you're going through a bit of a rough time, mm -hmm. or if you're conversing with someone. And you want to you want to know that they're on the same page or they're on side. And it is forget all the reasons why it won't work, and believe the one reason why it will. Mm. 
So I think that's incredibly important when you're coming up with um, a reason to do something. If you keep coming up with excuses, mm. you're not you're not in the right mindset. You're not in the right frame of mind. You need to find that one reason, one reason why it's going to work, and you need to run with it and and make it happen. For sure, that was that was one. And then this is my all time favorite. Um, and it, it's a long one. Um, and this is by Steve Jobs. Um, and he said, "Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life." Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the result of other people's thinking. And don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. And I think that is just amazing. <laughs> I totally just got the shivers then. And I've read that oh. quote so many times. But. Oh. Oh. It is it's it's so amazing. And I relate to that in so many um so many levels and so many points of my life and I'm sitting there going, Do you know what? You can do whatever you want to. You really can. So get on out there and get it. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing those quotes, Kez. They were great. Now, before we finish, where can people find you and what you do? Okay. So I'm online, I've got my own website which is the handmadebizplanner.com. So that's biz, B-I-Z, planner.com. Um, and you can also find me on all the social media sites. So I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm also on Facebook. Um, sort of getting to learn Twitter mm-hmm. a little bit. So I'm on Twitter. Um, if you want to find me on Pinterest, my name was just a little bit too long. So <laughs> I'm the handmade biz plan on Pinterest. <laughs> it still feels good. So um, please come and say hello. I'd love to say hi. I've got a mailing list if you're keen to um, find out what new products are coming out next because I'm always creating another process or another worksheet <laughs> or another book. Um, please feel free to jump online and um, check out the email section and drop your email details in there. Yeah, Kez's stuff is a really great compliment to everything Korean Thrive as well because I'm I'm, I'm definitely more of a, a go-with-the-flow person even though I love systems um but i'm not one to design stuff and kez is so she's designed a whole bunch whole bunch my gosh there's so many of amazing like planners and worksheets and etc etc so go check them out definitely huge thanks to kerry for coming on the show this week it was awesome to chat with you kez thank you and she has very kindly offered a free printable download for my lovely listeners it's a daily planner and there's a to-do list section a goal section um, little icons so you can tick off if you've posted on certain social media during the day and a few other bits and pieces so that's available right now over as part of the handmade business toolkit so if you're a subscriber to the create and thrive uh, email list you already have access to that toolkit just look for your last email from me and there should be a link to it with the password to access it if you're not already a subscriber head on over to createandthrive.com click on the start here link and you can sign up there and get immediate access to that download and heaps of other stuff that's free uh, as 
you know, to get in the Handmade Business Toolkit. There's a bunch of eBooks in there that I've written, uh, a few other resources that other podcast guests and guest posters have created for us over the years. So there's lots of great free resources in there. And all you need to do is subscribe to the mailing list. Simple as that. And when you're a subscriber, you will get a weekly email from me with an update telling you about this week's podcast, whatever it might be. And you'll also sometimes get other emails when I'm opening uh, courses up or opening Thriver Circle membership up, etc. So thank you again for being here with me this week, listener. Uh, It's wonderful to have you here as always. And I hope that you get out there and create and thrive this week. I'm Jess Venden and goodbye for now.